What was the last place you received healthcare from, Chibike? <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so I, I, I really can't. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Are you one of those people who say, oh, I rarely fall sick. I never have to go to the hospital. <laughs> I don't know about that. But thinking about it now, I think it was Dida Hospital. That was the last place. Uh-uh. Where is, what, what's Dida Hospital? It's a specialist hospital somewhere in Katampe, Abuja. Our Wait. listeners who are not in Abuja. Yes. <laughs> yeah, one Sunday, I, I, remember, I think I, I, yeah, one Sunday I had a fever. A friend had to, had to take me because it was, it was that serious. Wait. So I'm still stuck at the part where you went to a specialist hospital for a fever. It's a very sudden, unexpected, and scary fever. Okay. Well, uh. I only fever as expected. But yeah, it was scary. I mean, I had to, I had had to, to. save my life. <laughs> <laughs> Wahala. Sorry. This is a very important conversation to have. Is it yeah. any health facility that you can just go to for emergencies? Where should you actually go to receive health care? There's this cardio, um, I think it's called Cardio Care Hospital, mm-hmm. somewhere in Abuja that I drive past a lot. And I remember wondering if they accept like just any patient, like if people can just walk in or if it's only referrals that they, that they deal with. Anyway, please know that there is a structure for how we should actually access healthcare. It's not everything that you should be running to a specialist hospital for, like Chibike. Please, dear. I love my life. Eh? and But I, I, I do agree with you. And, and I'm you. glad that we're going to be breaking it down on today's episode Yay. of the podcast. I am your co-host, Chibike Alaboso. And I am Asai Indem. Before we introduce our guest today, Chibike, what is happening outside the Break It Down world? Okay, so from our top 10 health news last week, because that's where we get our, you know, just one thing that, something that happened in the health sector. Mm-hmm. There's this news about um, religious and traditional rulers appealing for primary health centers in their communities. I think oh, in, the, nice. in the FCT. Yeah, I think it's really cool. And it's, it's quite interesting that we're going to be having discussions around mm. that on today's episode of the podcast. So the moment we have been waiting for, I'm delighted to introduce a very passionate grassroots public health advocate, Chica of Four. Yeah, really. Do we have a clapping? We should have a clapping. Should like have like yeah. a little clapping sound. <laughs> Effect, yeah, or sound. Yeah. But yeah, really great to have you on the show, Chick. I still remember something you said um, during the uh, Nigeria Health Watch event where you advised um, participants to adopt a PHC. So beyond all the advocacy and conversations, so you adopt a PHC that you sort of look out for. Yeah. And things are not going right, you call it out, you know, call, mm-hmm. call the authorities' attention to it. But yeah, can you tell us more about all the great work that you do, more about yourself and some of the great work that you do? Okay, my name is Chika Ofo. I'm the CEO of Vaccine Network for Disease Control. I'm a mother of three children with a very supportive husband. Mm-hmm. And I'm a vaccine advocate. I'm a grassroots advocate. I'm a community advocate. We believe in community health and development for all. And we believe, truthfully, 
that anything that disrupts development is the disease. Mm-hmm. And anything that supports development is the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So to us, vaccine is not just about vaccination. Mm. It's about prevention of any kind of thing that would disrupt development, you know. So because of that, we see um, primary health care centers as a vaccine to solve many problems, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So we see communities as the people that should be served to make sure that they are okay. They are the people we serve. They are the mm-hmm. people that need to go to the primary health care center. These are the people that need to take the vaccine, mm-hmm. you know. So the vaccine of health, yes. the vaccine of nutrition, the vaccine of education, the vaccine. So at the end of the day, they are going to have healthy, well-protected Nigerians who can do great things. Thank you so much for joining us today and for offering up your expertise on the subject. So in your experience, do people generally access healthcare in the places where they are supposed to? The truth be told, they do not. Mm. They do not access healthcare because a lot of things have to do with um, information. I you see. Know. I just, you know, there are many clogs in life. Mm-hmm. One big clog that the devil uses against us is lack of information. That is true. When you do not have information about the primary health care center, when you do not have information as to the places that you go to that can cater for your health, that can give you the preventive health approaches that you need, then you go somewhere else. And then mm-hmm. when the primary health care center is also not ready to receive you, in the sense that mm-hmm. you go to a primary health care center, you are, you are not feeling okay, and then you enter a primary health care center, the nurse asks you to pay for cards. That's true. You don't have money for cards. You get there and they say you are ill. You do the, there's nobody to test you. Mm-hmm. Then they prescribe. They tell you to go to the chemist to buy. Mm. Whatever it is that they tell you to take, you're not sure about the personnel who is even talking to you. And then you go out to go and buy. You find that you spend a lot of money doing all this back and forth. Mm-hmm. But then again, when you go to a tertiary institution or a secondary institution, you won't go through that. You will go through, you will go through a structured system. A system where you get the right kind of um, experience to an extent, not perfect, but to an extent. Mm-hmm. You see a doctor, you see a nurse, you will get um, information as to the state of your health. And then when you follow the instructions that the nurse or the doctor has told you, you will get better. Mm. Next time, will you go to the health center? No, mm-hmm. you will not go. You will go to the other one. Yeah. You know? And we have examples of um, a community where I support, Gamangaza and many other communities. Mm-hmm. We had twin girls were ill. At that time, the primary health care center in, Dam- in Damangaza was not okay because they didn't have light. They didn't have um, no electricity. So what was the point of going there? They, were, they didn't even have staff. So they had to go somewhere else and they were treated shabbily because they were, they were um, from the north and then the, uh, the primary health care center felt that they were not properly dressed, dirty or something. So they were not properly treated. So they started treating themselves. They went to the chemist nearby, treated themselves. Before we knew it, the twin girls died. No. We got the first one died first. Second one we took to Asokoro General Hospital, mm. and then in Asokoro they discovered that she had them. Um, they said typhoid. They said uh, pneumonia. They said different <laughs> kinds of things. In the end, at the end of the day, they had they did about four operations oh, no. on Hasana, and then she died. Oh, no. So tomorrow, do you think Hasana's father will go to the health center? No, absolutely not. So these are these are the issues because if they had gone to the tertiary institution or it had gone to the secondary institution from the beginning, mm-hmm. 
they would have gotten a more um, a more proactive response. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you so, so much, Chika, for, for sharing that. That's um, really touching. And those it really makes these, you think. Yeah. Those are some of the yeah. stories we hear, you know, from our health space. Of course, there are also some things that are working or things yeah. that are supposed to work, like, you know, yeah, government exactly. policies that clearly outline where people are supposed to receive health care. And you've already, you know, yeah. you know, sort of giving us a good intro into the conversation by saying, oh, this is where I should be, but people are not really going there for um, certain reasons, like quality of care that they yeah. receive. But what are some of those policies? Like, um, I know the National Strategic Health Development Plan too. What what do such policies say really about where people should receive health care, where people should assess health care in Nigeria? Thank you very much. It's a very beautiful question. You know, what does the, what does the, sec- the National Strategic Health Development Plan, what does it say? In simple terms, I like to be simple. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is a plan down. that talks <laughs> about ensuring the healthy lives and promoting the well-being of Nigerians. Mm-hmm. Health and well-being of Nigerians. That is the outcome that we're expecting mm. from this plan. And you know, the beautiful thing about Nigeria is that very group, group of intelligent people. So you have critical stakeholders, Ministry of Health, MPACDA, some private partners, everybody coming together to develop this very robust plan. So we have the first one, and this is the, the second, second one. And she, yes. The, 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 the first one did not look too much into the M&E part of it, and certain other aspects were added into it to make it more robust. Mm. But then again, from the first plan, we were able to pull out the National Health Act, then the Basic Health Care Provision Fund, PHC under one roof. Let me not talk about all these very big, big purpose words. Let's break yeah. it down. We'll break it down. <laughs> so, <laughs> because that's what we have come to do here. Yes, break it down. Break it down. The primary health care center is the nearest health center to communities. It's, it's supposed to be the first level of care. Yes. And all these things I think I talked about in this document. So at that first level of care, when somebody is not feeling all right, you're not supposed to jump into the um, secondary um, health, um, secondary institution, like Asoko General Hospital, like mm. um, National Hospital, you're supposed to go to the health center that is near you. Mm-hmm. And then it's only when they cannot solve that problem, they find that it is beyond what they can do. Then they will refer you to the National Hospital, to the secondary institution. Mm-hmm. That is how it's supposed to be. And all this, all this strategy we're talking about, and many other strategies that concern the health and well-being of Nigerians is inside this document. I see. So... The first thing is, once you do not read the document, you do not know what they are saying. Hmm. So that's the first thing. That's true. So this document is not a small document, it's like 100 and something pages document. <laughs> what it means is that all the, all the strategic partners have to have this document, read this document, understand this document, put it into simple terms, share some passions of this document mm-hmm. in primary health care centers so that everybody in one glance, in one place can see exactly what it's all about. The Basic Healthcare Provision Fund, which is an output of this document, talks about the fact that you, every Nigerian is supposed to have basic healthcare, which starts from the primary healthcare center. Mm-hmm. They went as far as forming every state, the 36 plus one state in Nigeria, formed, they all have, have every ward has one basic healthcare provision fund facility. 
to show you as an example of what a primary healthcare center is supposed to have, is supposed to be, is supposed to achieve. Mm-hmm. It's a catalytic thing. So that when others see how they are supposed to be, the staff, the kind of stuff they are supposed to have, the kind of drugs that they are supposed to have, the kind of treatment they are supposed to treat people, the, 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 the expertise that is necessary, the, the infrastructure, that is the way the, the, the whole thing looks. Once you go there and you see how it is and it is working, then every other health center is supposed to copy from it. Mm-hmm. And then you're supposed to act as a catalytic fund. No, let me use a simpler word. As a fund <laughs> that will encourage <laughs> that will encourage other health centers to be the same. I see. And then we have what they call the whole family approach. By the time the health centers are ready, that is the health centers are ready, mm-hmm. they have staff, they have the, the structures are good, they have light, they can give vaccines, they have everything necessary. Cautious staff, not just staff. Then somebody from the facility, from the community, which is around them, because it's one one of those primary healthcare ones, basic healthcare provision one per ward. When it's time for you to go to the facility, you can father, mother, child, we all come together, make it like a family outing. Daddy can go and check his BP level there, mm-hmm. take his COVID nineteen vaccine. Mommy will take check her reproductive health services there. Uh, take COVID-19 vaccines. The baby that she has will take routine immunization, check the baby. Then the teenager will take HPV vaccine. Mm-hmm. In one visit, they will visit the health center and they'll be able to achieve all these things. Yeah. So yeah. if the health center becomes like a family visit, mm. you can plan it. You now go there. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. A family visit and you will achieve all these things. Mm-hmm. I if agree. this is what has been happening, we will not have any problem with people visiting the health facility. No, I think you're right. Yeah. I like it. It's very, I really, really, yeah, I, I, I like, like I like seeing the vision. Yeah. I really like that. And that's yeah. what we should focus on. That's what we should focus on. Yes. Yeah. That's what yes. we should charge the, the, the uh, MPA, the charge the basic healthcare provision fund and this strategic health development plan to make sure that it's achieved because there's an M and E component. And when you say M and E, let me break it down again. <laughs> You know, I, 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 I really like that you understand the you know the assignment you yes. know, to break these things down, not to talk about them in a very incomplicated mm-hmm. way. It's just no, no, as simple no, as no. possible, so people get as to, simple as possible. Yeah. To track the progress, mm-hmm. all these things we are saying to track the progress. PHC under one roof, is it working? Mm-hmm. Basic healthcare provision fund, is it working? You mm-hmm. will have things you use to track. Is the building up to the standard because there's a standard? Mm-hmm. Do you have the number of staff that is necessary? Mm-hmm. Do you have drugs, basic drugs that they can Such take? Yes. Do they have cultural staff that can that can encourage a, a repeat visit where Very necessary? Important. Mm. Very important. Very yeah. important. You know, all this kind of thing. Do they have a good referral system? To the um, secondary, secondary and tertiary facilities, mm-hmm. do they have? And then when they refer, do people do they listen to them? When you refer somebody from the primary health care center to Asokoro, will Asokoro attend based on the mm. referral? Yeah, these things are very simple things. Yeah. So, so I think you've this actually. Is very simple thing. Thank you so much for this insight. You've actually gone into the next big question that we have, or the you know the big elephant in the room, which is how much do we adhere to this um, to these policies? What these policies say? You know that um, 
that's that way of Very saying, breaking down where people should go for healthcare primary, secondary, tertiary, and who should be held accountable when they are not adhered to. Please. For now, one thing for sure is that the citizens of the Republic of Nigeria, who are the people you should serve, should not be held responsible. Mm-hmm. For one, you know why? When something is working, you don't have to tell them to go there. They will That's go true. there. They will just go. They will just go. Mm-hmm. Like now, even in my office, we have told um, our staff that instead of having the normal health insurance, we're not getting insurance, the um, 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 that's NHIA insurance we're getting mm. at the health facility. We're not using the one at um, hospitals, we're using the primary health care to I test see. the process. I see. To test how it works. Because with, um, I think FCT is 12,000 naira or so, yes. you can get, you can access basic health care for one year. Okay. So if, for instance, first and foremost, the amount of money they're asking for is 12,000 naira for FCT, let's start from there. The, mm-hmm. the federal government is saying 8,000, but different states have different amounts of money that they are, you know, that they want. So if you now say a family should pay 12,000 per child or 8,000, let's even go to the first one for a whole year. Mm-hmm. So what it means that a family of five, would pay 8,000 times five, which is 40,000. Yeah. That is for, to go to the primary health care center. Mm-hmm. Before a Nigerian who doesn't have money, who is poor, who you are saying should not break the bank to access care, who agree to do that, the person must see and trust that that system it's is working. working. All right. That's one. Mm-hmm. And then if they have tried to go to the primary health care centers in the past and they didn't see it working as they wanted to work, they would not support that system. The people you are supposed to serve feel that you're not serving them well, then they will not pay for that service. They'd rather go to the secondary institution where they are sure that they will get some form of um, experience Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that is key. I have something else that I really need to add. Oh, please add. I don't think Everybody should adopt a PHC. Adopt a PHC and monitor. Let me tell you what we did in my organization together with IHP. Mm -hmm. What we did was to get, I'm a member of many women organizations, and then we sold to them this adopt a PHC approach and whole family approach that I talked about. Mm -hmm. And they were very excited about it. I told them, adopt a PHC. We're not asking you to break the bank. You can just say, okay, I want to visit this PhD. I'm only contributing sugar testing machine or mm. something. Mm. If I have more money to change the facade or to do bubble, so be it. Adopt it and monitor it. It's only what is adopted that can be monitored. Yes. So, and the women bought into it. As I'm talking to you now, we have some women who have businesses near primary health care centers. Some of them have adopted the primary health care centers. We have Bio oh, Back. That's nice. You know Bio Back in I restaurant. Do. Oh, with the lovely yeah, mama. Oh my god. One facility at Gadua. Oh wow. It, yes. And <laughs> if you see now, the, the facility is not fenced. So a lot of tests. Oh, so many mm. things are not happening there. Mm-hmm. They even attack the nurses who have their nursing place around their tubes. Wow. As I'm talking to you now, Biobank has decided they are fencing the whole place. Oh. They they adopted it solely and they said that they will pay for one staff. Mm-hmm. Forever. Oh wow! Then yes, they're going to gradually start to implement, start to you know give them different things that they need. They're together, to together with the um, SCT Family mm-hmm. Healthcare Board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So we divided it. There are some things that the family head got, but was supposed to do, and there are some things that Bioban is supposed to do, yeah. and there are some things that we are supposed to do as CSO so to monitor the whole process. It has been divided, and Bioban is doing her own now as we are speaking. Honestly, that's Today. incredible. I wish we had like a little yeah. clapping machine because this deserves <laughs> a round of applause. Applause. <laughs> And that's what we're doing. Many people are saying they want to adopt, they want to adopt. Three, four, five people are coming together to adopt one facility. Oh, that's not... That's, really that's very nice. Yes. Oh, yes. And then in that particular that. program, mm-hmm. Professor Putomori was in that your program that I talked about adopting facility. Yes. Professor Putomori has adopted a facility in Ibadan. Oh, really? Uh-uh. Ah, awesome. Anna, I love it. Well done. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Thank you so, so much. So you see, adopt a facility, the approach I talked about is analytic. We want everybody to adopt a facility. Yes. By the time you go there one day and say, ah, what happened to your PPM machine? Ah, why is it not working? Mm. You repair it. By the time another person comes, ah, this thing is not working. By the time another person, you know, before you know it, you know, it will be about us as Nigerians. Wow. Thank you so much for these insights. So now you know that you shouldn't be going to a place like FMC. That's Federal Medical Center, for instance, for headaches. Please always start with the primary health care center around you. For a moment, I thought we were going to say not, <laughs> not to go to um, Federal Medical Centers for headaches like some people. Well, I'm glad you were nice and um, didn't. I'm a nice person. Okay. GBK. Please don't um, don't let it get to your head. <laughs> okay, yeah, but yes, like Asari said, even when the PHCs are not functioning or, you know, that's first place you should go to before going to the specialist places when those places are not working ask questions mm-hmm. ask your state government ask your local governments mm-hmm. you know why are these things not working it's it's not everything yeah. that that um that the federal overseas they are also responsible for healthcare at that level so ask questions engage with them that's actually a really strong call to action as we usually do, we want to send a shout out to the MPHCDA, that's the National Primary Healthcare Development Agency, for all the work they do in strengthening PHCs around us. That's right. Thank you for all the great work and keep it up. So, yes, that's it on today's episode. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much, Chica, for making our time to share this insight with us. I remain your co-host, Chibike Alawaso. And I'm Asari. Please share this episode with your friends and share your feedback with us using the info in the description. Till next time, break bye it bye. down. <laughs> I thought you said you wanted us to say bye-bye together. You are so funny. <laughs> Which one do you want? You said you wanted us to sign out together. But you're the one that told me that we need a sign out. We then should be saying with me because of bye-bye. Ordinary bye-bye, you. Ordinary bye-bye. That we did oh not say God. it together. Okay. As co-hosts. All right. In... So which one should we say now? <laughs> We're finished. You're not saying anything. Till next you. time. Michael, please don't cut this part out. You know that thing you used to do where...
Um, after the break it down, oh, after God. the sign out song, you put oh. something. Put, oh put yeah, this part. could be yeah. our blooper. Yeah. What, what what did you call it? Blooper reel. Oh okay. Yeah. Um. So yes, we can we can use it for whatever it is that that's how you called it. But yeah, <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. So you see how they some people used to stress me on this wow. podcasting. Mm-hmm. So, and 